This episode of the Ocken Minority Podcast is sponsored by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription service that offers geek and gaming items right to your doorstep. Now, each Loot Crate comes with a t-shirt and the rest of the items is just like life. A mystery. Now, this month's Loot Crate theme is playback. So, we're going to hop into this DeLorean that we borrowed from Kanye West. And we're going to check out these franchises from The Simpsons, Back to the Future, Dungeons and Dragons, and Sonic the Hedgehog. So, make sure you go over to trylootcrate.com backslash Ocker Minority. Because once March 19th come, you will not be able to get this amazing loot crate ever again so try lootcrate.com backslash i can minority and i know you're tired of me talking so let's start the show all right Ready. Welcome to the Ocker Minority Podcast episode 83 i am one of your hosts jesus shuttlesworth aka andre Leon Talley, and with me as always is the beautiful Lady Godiva. Hey everyone. How you doing? How, how you doing today? Oh, I'm a little bit under the weather, but we are pulling through. Um, we made it through this lovely Wednesday. Sorry that we are late, Miss Fitz. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, I'm playing from Wakanda, just got back. But if you're listening to this podcast, well, obviously you're listening if you hear my voice. Make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform that you're currently on. That is that is Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Audio Mac, Google Play, Acast, Stitcher, wherever you wherever you consume podcasts, make sure you hit that subscribe button. So right when the podcast drops, you can get it right immediately, early, quick, fast, in a hurry. I don't know. Yo, this is this is this is random. This is very random. But you remember? Did, I remember in two thousand and nine, you was like go, going to a wedding, and I was like, "Oh, I'll go with you, or whatever," because you didn't have nobody to go with you. Did you ever go to that wedding? Um, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't even remember whose wedding it was. Because <laughs> in the world. Um, cause I'm, that's how slow, that's how dumb I am. Is that the simple fact that you, I, I, t- I told you, hey, I'll go with you in 2009. And it's, t- what is it, 2018? And I'm just now realizing, wait, we never went to this wedding. I just, I just now realized we never went to this wedding. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. I, I don't. I don't even recall. <laughs> she doesn't even remember the wedding. I think she was like, "Yeah, I gotta get this because she was. I think you was excited about it and like didn't want to go, but nervous about. You was like, you was like a whole bunch of ba- a mixed ball of emotion. I was like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a volunteer. He was like, oh, that'd be so nice or whatever. And then we never went, and I, I, I totally forgot about it. Okay. That I is too. That is so funny. Sorry to whoever went there was. It was like, yeah, we're gonna go. And then you never went. They done wasted all that ch- they done wasted that nice chicken and then put the plates aside like yeah. They never came to my wedding. Right now, right now she probably somewhere mad at you that you never showed up to her wedding. Cause that's a real thing. That that is a real thing. Bad memory for such a young person. I really do have bad memory. <laughs> man, I, 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 man, I would have never told people to subscribe to this podcast if I didn't remember it in that instance. That's how bad my memory is. You've been pertaining so much information that, like, the, the slightest things always slip my mind. Yeah, I, 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 I,
We've been on this planet too long, but oh, before but before we get too much going, I want to have I'm gonna give a um happy belated happy belated happy birthday to Rihanna. She just turned thirty. Happy birthday, Riri. That's our home girl, you know. Like I like I like I said on the Lost Podcast episode, y'all should celebrate her birthday by buying the collaboration we did with her, the San Juan Roses for the Lady. I'm gonna put a link in the description. Y'all can buy that. You know, celebrate her birthday. By buying a shirt of her on it and then tag her in it or something like that when you're wearing it. She loves that. Hashtag Misfits. And Con and Rihanna. You know, all that stuff, yo. So I was I was talking about this the other day, yesterday. But is it is it it when it comes to people that was able to transition there when it comes to people that was able to transition through the years, Rihanna has to be the only one that was able to successfully do it, right? Yeah. Cause everybody else that has tried has failed. Like you got, like, cause, cause what I'm talking about is a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about going for a quote unquote good girl to a bad girl. Like Molly Cyrus tried it. Cause remember she was Hannah Montana. The next thing you know, she was twerking. It was like, oh, that's a door. You know, it was like, oh, that's cute. Look at Molly. You know, like, you know, like when a person first, like when a, when a, when a, when a, when a colonizer first does shit. I, that's my new, I, I can't stop saying that now. We're going to get, we're going to get the button pepper later, but I can't stop saying that colonizer. I can't stop calling people colonizers. But when they colonize her, cause oh my gosh, she's the perfect example of a colonizer. When they colonize her first start twerking, we thought it was all cute. It was like, oh shit, Miley Cyrus can twerk, right? <laughs> then she kept on doing it. It was like, wait, you you actually think we mean you can twerk? Like we want to see more of this. We was happy with the one video when you was wearing like the little bunny suit or whatever the fuck you're wearing, the little turtle suit. Uh-huh. So it's like we we enjoyed that one. Did she get on? Did she just took it too far? She started making J's on my feet. Height to my she high as fuck with her with her shades on, with her J's on, whatever the hell it was. Remember, remember she molest she molested Robin Thicke on stage. Yes, she did. Oh she my god. <laughs> poor poor little Robin Thick, man. She coming out there with di- uh, di- dildos attached to her forehead, dildos attached to her pro- Yo, uh, by the side was wildin', man. <laughs> I would like to think that was, he- that was her heaven. She had to be on some drugs or something. That was crazy. <laughs> she was high off something. Right, like what made you like, hey, I'm gonna go on stage and I'm just gonna start gyrating. All kinds. Of, she remember, remember, she had the, her dancers had the big ass teddy But anyway, that ain't even what this is about. But but yeah, so it's like it's like Rihanna is have to be the undefeated king of that because nobody else can go from basically well, Rihanna wasn't a Disney star, but go from Disney to to being a sex symbol. Like everybody else is trying and they're like failing. But Rihanna, I remember when Rihanna first did it and it was at the the Rude Boy shoot or whatever. And LA, I told this story on this podcast before, but I'm tell it again because it's just that great. L.A. Reed came in. He was like, what's going on? Why you ain't got no clothes on? You know, put some clothes on. Da, da, da. He, he's mad. You know, he's being a executive. He's being like a big brother type shit. So he's he's mad. He's like, what the fuck? You ain't got no clothes on. What the fuck you doing, right? Right. So Rihanna goes, you shut the fuck up while I make the money. <laughs> you shut the fuck up while I make the money is the most player line I've ever seen in my life. So him just, just sit in the corner. Just, just shut the fuck up while I make the money. Cause remember, this, before this, she was pawn the replay. You know, pawn the replay. Come on, Mr. DJ, want to turn the music up? Da 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 da. on the dance floor. You know, she was, she was a nice little safe artist. Right. Then she, then she went out here and made Rude Boy. 
and everything know. changed from then. She did umbrella, and then after that, the rain man came, and she, <laughs> she went, she went left. It's <laughs> raining, raining. Oh, baby, it's raining. <laughs> oh man, that was crazy. That was crazy. But the, but the, but the, even 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 through her transition from being a good girl to a bad girl or whatever, she never made bad albums. Like Rihanna still makes Rihanna always makes great music. Oh yeah, there's no denying that. Like a lot of people, like a lot of people don't want to give her like to get like to give her credit, but Rihanna makes amazing music. I have never heard an album. I was like, God damn, turn it off for Rihanna. Right, at all. Loving when you talk, that talk to me, yeah. But anti was still, anti still will be forever my favorite album. Well, for for now, anti is still my favorite album from Rihanna. Mhm. Shed and then she got shed up and like her, like all her, like I'm just thinking about all the songs she have ever made. They're so different from each other. Shed up, you got shed up and drive. You got how about a round of applause? Standing no they Chris Brown Chris Brown low key responsible for all this. The transition. Not not her success. Not her success. Oh, please don't please don't text me. For all your success. But I'm talking about the transition because she was like, oh, a word, my nigga? You know what? You the la you you the la you the last nigga gonna touch me. He learned that he learned his lesson that day. Right. Rihanna said, okay, fuck this shit. You got it twisted. What she said, you were just another nigga on the hit list? Trying to fix your every issue with a bad bitch? Didn't she tell you that she was a savage? What is it? Yo, for the love. <laughs> Didn't I tell you that I was a savage? Fuck your white horse in the carriage? I think somebody said that they thought the lyrics was fuck your cornbread and cabbage or something. She was like, What? Didn't I tell you that I was a savage? Fuck your cornbread and some cabbage. Yo. <laughs> Fuck your white horse in the carriage. Fuck your white horse. Don't like Rihanna be having, like, Rihanna be having a double mean. Because, you know, white horse and carriage is your traditional way of living. Like, I'm I'm a fucking savage. I don't conduct myself like that. Right. <laughs> you need. Don't get it twisted. You were just another nigga on the hit list. I love. Man, I'm going to listen to this anti tonight. I love that album, man. That's. I, I think. I think if I have to say, I'm gonna I'm say it. You don't have to even say nothing about this. I think I like anti more than I like lemonade. Like the same year. Like I felt like lemon. I think I ranked anti higher than lemonade, but it was only like by a couple inches. Like I think two more songs. Anti had two more songs better than lemonade had. Wow. Okay. So yeah, I think that was yeah, that was and and that was that was be uh, lemonade is has to be re, lemonade has to be some of Beyonce's best work and anti has to be some of Brianna's best work because that's another person that went from Miss Miss from um the good girl image to the bad girl image slight like she's kind of in it but she's not in it at the same time like she's a sex symbol but she's not a sex symbol. Because for the longest, it seemed like I really liked be- I really liked Beyonce's music, but it, it it lacked the personality to it. Then when she started, then when she left, um, Matthew, no, you know, then when she left being managed by her her dad or whatever, she started making this more personal music, and then it seems like it's starting to connect her more. Right. She was, uh, she, she was, was able. To- she was able to be black. It feel like it feel like her dad was like, "Nah, bro, you gotta um keep it mainstream." Cause, cause when he, cause soon as she left her dad, 
she started getting she started getting black as shit in the music. Like the music started getting black as fuck. Like I know boot. Like I know I know boot. My body's so bootylicious for you back. You know that's cool. But I'm talking about talking about some. You know y'all hate this corny with that Illuminati man. It's like making making songs with Ray got Ray Sherman writing songs. Exactly. Mike Will made it on the beat, man. That was said this some this some great. That was, but yeah, both of them, both of them, I, I would love to see them on a song together. I know. Have they ever made fun together? Um, Beehive and Rihanna David. Let me know, cause I'm, cause I'm, I'm blanking on. It. I don't think so. I would, I would have loved to hear on the remix of "I'm um, Feeling Myself." Rihanna would fit in perfectly. Yeah, that is weird. Feeling myself, feeling myself, feeling myself. Let's text Rihanna right now. Like, yo, you gotta do a song, Beyonce, for the culture. What people, what people say when they try to get you to do shit you don't want to do? It's for the culture. <laughs> Go text me back, yo, motherfucker. Listen, no, I'm just playing. She's gonna be like, oh, that's nice. I would love to. She's not gonna dish Beyonce. How do you, how do you feel about Rihanna's song? Um, I don't know the name of it, but the newer one, which is like, I get it how I live it. I get it how I live it. Wait a minute. Get it how I live. Hey, I like Rihanna's music. Lemonade is Lemonade. Uh Uh-huh. Yo, she could drop a rap album and everybody would listen. She can rap. She got bars. What'd she say? I got bars. She love to let you know that she balling bigger than LeBron. Cause she said, uh, something about some, some like LeBron, like. Yo, Rihanna be out here wildin', bro. Rihanna be out here like teasing, teasing LeBron, knowing damn where the man is married. Like, leave that. <laughs> she wrote that man number. She wrote that man number on her on her on um, chest in sunscreen, and that's what makes that's what makes Rihanna so amazing. That she will write her. She wrote his name like she on her chest, on her tummy, on her tummy. I saw like a three year old. I saw like a three year old on her tummy. On her tummy, she wrote twenty three, and then tat LeBron in it. It was like an Instagram. I was like, oh my god. She's a savage. She don't give a... Brianna don't give a fuck. I told you. Oh she ain't been the same. She ain't been the same since 010. 010. That's dumb. 010. 2010, man. She don't give a fuck about nothing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She said, I'm going to do what the fuck I want when I want. Who going to check me, boo? Do what I want. Right? I'm going to wear my... It's like, because you know, cause Rich is funny, because remember how we be like, yo... It's kind of weird if you wear your a picture with your own with your own face on it. Mm-hmm. She's like, nah, fuck that shit. Send me one of them shirts. I'm gonna wear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, oh. Remember that one time you did that for me, <laughs> and I was like, uh. <laughs> that shirt was lit. I don't know what you' talking about. I wear that shirt all the time. No, I love the shirt, but you know, because I, w- I was really surprised. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, we got we got them. We can't put that shirt out because people people eating her. They'll think it's they'll think it means something else. <laughs> Lady Godiva don't be wanting to make the merch, but yo, yeah. So shout out to Rihanna. Continue being the savage that you are. Happy birthday again. We need we need some new music. We need we I'm telling you, we need, I'm I'm we gonna hit her up for real. Like yo, you gotta do a song with Beyonce. Shoot. You gotta be it gotta be let her do bitch gotta have my money part two. <laughs> bitch gotta have my money. Y'all should know me well enough. I like the video treatment for that. Like got the got the you basically just stole you just you just kidnapped this woman or whatever. It got trust me daddy in there. She looking she in there looking badass too. Like we all know what she be doing. 
You know what I meant to say when we were talking about 2009 and I just now, I just now remembered it because I'm stupid. Speaking of Rihanna, speaking of Rihanna, Drake never gave us the fancy video. Oh my God. <laughs> and what did he say? Did he mention a date that he was going to put it out or no? Man, I would, when Fancy came out, like, what, 2010, 2009? I don't know. It's pretty sure we never getting it out. I remember being, I'm pretty sure if I look far enough on my blog, I have video of us being there. Like, not you, but I have video of being there with, like, pictures and shit. When it was filming it, it was a whole ass video being filmed. And it never, and, like, it never came out. And like nobody ever, like nobody ever questioned this. Like nobody was ever like, "Hey, where's that fancy video you were shooting?" Wow. It okay. Ma- <laughs> it just made me think of that because you know God's plan. Because he 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 spent the whole video budget. I was like, I wonder if he spent the whole video budget on like what the fuck happened to fancy? Can you imagine telling your friends, "Yo, I'm about to be in the fancy video," and then the video never comes out. And they're like, yo, man, you a lying ass motherfucker, man. Thought you gonna be in the fancy. <laughs> you you know, girl, girls like, yeah, I was looking all good in the fancy. What video? You getting ready, so you know I'm gonna be. But my favorite line from fancy from fancy has to be when when Ti goes. Um, I guess they're playing on sucking dicks into some bil- to some millions of pill. Voila. Then he follows it up with, if you do it right, I just might buy you a car. And then I'm like. Do wait what? How magical is this? Is this is this head that you gonna buy? That you want to buy somebody a car for it? Right. But it just but but I guess you plan on sucking dicks until some millions appear. Voila! It just tickles the fuck out of me for some fair reason. Because <laughs> he just because he be rapping it all serious. He be like what if like. I guess they playing on sucking dicks until some millions of pills. Voila. You do it right, I just might buy you a car. Many sucker, many suckers play these bitches like VLB played a guitar. Now here you are with your girls having drinks at the bar. You say I'm buying, I say I'm buying, you decline, and they're kind of bizarre. You know, he don't laugh or nothing. He just goes with it. Like he just like in the, you know, he's just in the rapper vibe. It's kind of like when Ply say, um, sweat, what, how much Ply pay for the pussy? A hundred dollars? <laughs> Skip a toe. What is like? Oh, get wasted like the white boy. Do I do get wasted like the white? One hundred dollars. That's what the whip cost. What was that? One hundred dollars. That's what the pussy cost me. Like, wait, flies. Wait, wait, wait. That must be some. Tr- if you paying for the vagina, and it only costs a hundred dollars, I don't know much about buying of the vagina, but I imagine you would want some high priced vagina. Like, I wouldn't pay $100 for the vagina if I'm buying vagina. And he's so calm with it, too. $100. That's what the pussy cost me. When a nigga start hating is when a nigga lost me. Fantastico. That's what the hood calls it. That's a good-ass verse, but he loses me when he goes, $100. Like, he proud. $100. That's what the pussy cost me. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> 100, 100 whole ass dollars flies. And everybody is repeating what he's saying. <laughs> right? Everybody everybody in the club. Because you know in the club, the DJ be playing the record. You know, yeah, shout out to Plies. Da 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 da. I don't do get wasted like the white boy. Then go, 
One hundred, you know, then they turn the music all the way down to everybody singing it. One hundred dollars. That's what the pussy cost me. Like what? Like it's like when DMX say, "All you man's up in the mirror, whoa, suck my dick." Like, whoa, you, what? <laughs> but nothing takes nothing takes the cake. Nothing will ever take the cake. Nothing will ever take the cake away from Biggie when he said that you look so good, I suck your daddy's dick. I don't. I still to this day, I would not understand. Why the hell you talking about you want to suck that woman's daddy dick? I have never, Lady Godiva, you are fine as fuck, but I have never said, you know what, I want to suck her daddy's dick. Like I don't, I don't get the correlation between the two. Like I would never, I, I, I would never understand. <laughs> I would never understand that. Then, he, then he said, what he then he said, um, SWV so ugly, he rather fuck a dude. I think Biggie, Biggie might have been my big. Anyway, shout out, shout out to Biggie. Shout out to Diddy. I just would never understand that line. Diddy out here making moves. <laughs> I don't dance now. I want to be, I want to be, I want to be like Diddy in my older age, just not giving a fuck, just dancing offbeat in the mirror. You just said offbeat. That what you gotta do when you old. You can't be dancing on beat. It don't. If you old and you dancing on beat, it don't look cool. Diddy know what he doing. He know how to dance on beat, but he know dancing off beat look. It look cool when you old. He's bringing fur back. <laughs> <laughs> to my NY girls, let me see your hands. Remember, remember Swiss Beats was on raps? Waving at your bitches, waving at... We never got to see the bitches waving at the, the girls in the club hating on them with their mans. We don't know whether or not they got it. We don't know if they, everything was dead. Is their hair done? Nail done? Is everything dead? You fancy, huh? We don't know where not to see. We don't know where not they fancy. You fancy. We don't know where not they fancy anymore. We don't know if their hair done and nails done, everything did. We don't know if they're a breath of fresh air for all these superficial gold digging ballers in here. We don't know where not she really was planning on sucking dicks until some millions appear. We don't know if she can do it. <laughs> I love that song though. That's a good ass song. That's what, but Drake was snapping on that song. Yeah, it was. How she got it, I ain't never get the ass. I just noticed she was fine like a ticket on the dash. Yeah, and shout out the homeowners, the girls that got diplomas and enough money to loan us a little something extra. Should we ever need it? If you sound like you, then let me hear you repeat it. You fancy, huh? Like that was a good ass song. We need the video, Drake. I know it's a million years old. We need the video. Mm-hmm. Spe- remember, remember, remember when Drake was throwing shots at Rihanna? Yep. On fireworks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who would have predicted lucky strikes I had you stuck with me? Yeah, I kept my wits about me. Luckily, what happened between in the night? It always seemed to trouble me. Now all of a sudden, these gossip brags want to cover me and you, making it seem like it happened that way because of me. But I was curious, and I never forget it, baby. What an experience! You could have been the one, but it wasn't that serious. It was smoking the air before. That was me clearing it. That felt good. Like I'm like, what? Yo, speak. Okay, okay. Speaking of videos, Drake had never gave us because this this night. We still don't know whether or not he's still in that basement from Better Find Your Love. <laughs> Will we ever find out? That's a good question. Cause remember the girl, remember the girl set him up or some or he was some about the girl post set him up, but she set him up and then he get caught outside the crib. We don't know what the hell happened to Drake. Right now he could still be in that basement. <laughs> 
I'm talking about a Gucci Man clone. This is a Drake. We got a Drake clone. Dancing off beat too. <laughs> Yo, Drake again. Drake, Drake had Drake has no excuse to be dancing off beat, man. <laughs> he young. He he ain't old enough to be dancing off beat. He be getting it too. <laughs> <laughs> but we need to know if he more than just the option. Do he refuse to be forgotten? That, was, that man, I love me some Drake music, man. I took a chance in my heart. Hey, hey, hey. Not feel it taking over. Yo, I like that song. I better find your loving. I better find your heart. Like, that was that good Drake. That good Drake? I mean, he still make good music. I'm just saying, I need to know. I, that, I wonder about that video sometime. Like, man. Is he ever going to make it out that basement? I'm concerned about him. Like, I really need to know whether or not he going to make it out that basement. Because he gave her all his heart. He went, You went down to Jamaica for this woman. You said tripping. You said tripping, dog. You said, I don't know nothing about gangs, but you said tripping going all the way down to Jamaica for a girl. That's that's like that's like the the woman of a drug lord. That was a bad, that was a bad mistake there. You don't know, eh? Yo! That's why Drake keep on talking in that Jamaican accent. It's because he's still trapped in that fucking basement and we won't send help. But he keep on trying to tell us something. But we're not catching on to it. He's strong. Because remember, people be like, why Drake always talking in that damn accent? You don't know, eh? You bon. Because he's fucking, because he, cause he spent all that time in the basement. They just let him out. <laughs> he finally free. To do God's plan. God's plan, a. Hey, Hey, let's keep on wishing and wishing and wishing on me. Hey, that's my song. <laughs> that's some Drake made some good music, man. Turn that old thing into y'all go buy some Virginia Black. Oh man, God's plan. God's plan. Hey, yeah, y'all go buy some Virginia Black, man. I really appreciate y'all go to y'all local convenience store and get you some Virginia Black. I heard it's really good. Goes down smooth. Shout out to Drake Daddy in the commercial with with Nicole Murphy. You had um you um you before I want to talk about Flavor Flav them, but I want to, but you had you wanted to talk about your, but before we do that or anything, we'll talk about we'll talk about Flavor Flav another time. You had, um you were telling me about your friend's book. Could you please tell the misfits about this book? Because it sounds pretty incredible from what you were telling me earlier. Oh sure, I was. I was just in tears, wiping these tears off before, you know, we started recording. <laughs> Damn, this must be, oh, God, this must be, oh, God. This coming from the newly savage? I, th- I thought you were savage. I thought it was, I thought it was fuck your, I thought it was fuck your white horse in the cat. Yo, Drake, I tried to set her up. I tried to set her up. Because I seen, because I seen um God's plan, right? And I'm watching God's plan. I'm like, you know, I'm enjoying it. I was like, I bet your lady Godiva would cry watching this. So I sneaked, so I asked her, I was like, hey, have you seen God's plan? She was like, no. I, I keep on seeing some video with Tyra Banks. I'm like, I don't know the hell she's talking about. So I sent her the video and she watched it. She was like, it's cool. Like, I liked it. I was like, you didn't cry? She was like, no. I'm tougher now. Some shit. or something I can't remember I really didn't cry but anyways this book it, it was not crying I don't know it had it, it just 
full of emotions. So I had no choice. It just came out. But anyway, I went to school with Vernon Keith III, and um, it was only for one year in high school or junior year. And um, I moved. I moved all my life, so I've been to thirteen, well, twelve different schools, and then college. So um, after that year, I don't know what happened. You know, everybody went their separate ways. But anyway, he uh, lived in the town that I am currently in. Um, I keep leaving this town and then coming back for some reason, just like he does. <laughs> Every time anyway. I try to leave, something keeps pulling me back, me back, telling me I need you in my life. What more do you want from me? Yo, Tyree done fucked up his legacy. Now, every time, every time, okay, okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> it's okay. So the name of this book is Southern Migrant Mixtape. By Vernon Keith III. Um, basically, summary says, Southern Migrant Mixtape relays the experiences and observations of a black queer man from Virginia who thought he was leaving racism and sexual intolerance behind in the regions where he initially experienced them. Plunge heart first into his emotive journey of growth transformation of pain into armor and the lessons that can be learned when one is true to themselves. Uh, I would like to read the first two pages, if you will, (laughs) um, of this. And the chapter is called Home. This is a town of concrete bridges over waters, the shade of loam. In the spring and in the summer, the shores of that river were and are the flooded with dense emerald canopies that lean to dip their leaves in the telltale vein of historic conquest, the Rappahannock claim. At times, the waters will rise and the trees will be ripped from the ricem of their homes to become drifting, ignored, and troublesome wood, damming in the concrete columns of the bridge called Chatham. The more mammoth and crumbling Falmouth stood stands at the bottom of the fall line where the rapids grab the most life from the slopes of mud and clay. This bridge bounces from deflection. The currents and rocks north of this bridge could kill you after a storm or give life to a kayak, but the water on the south side of the bridge is temperature as it snakes its way to Chesapeake Bay, winding itself to the ocean. To the north and to the west of those concrete bridges in my town is the birth of that persuasive river buried in the back of the serpentine ridges of the Appalachian uh, Mountains. Trees become wood that thump against the legs of bridges, suppressing the river altogether. A slave named John Washington crossed the river to freedom one year before Lincoln proclaimed it, in early spring, 81 years before the Falmouth Bridge was erected. Rappahannock is derived from an Alden Quinn 
word meaning river of quick rising water, or where the tide ebbs and flows. The chief of the tribe after which the river was named cursed the river as his people were being ripped from their tap roots. The water shrunk and no longer allowed for the passage of ships. The river never rises in the winter. Sometimes the edges opal over the ice and frost and the hollow trees look like withered fingers reaching for a sky of unpolished silver. That river flooded once, my mother says. It's flooded all the way to her front porch and into her basement, in the front of the town in which she grew up. Crowfoot Bottom, they called it. It was and still on the other side of the train tracks, gentrified now. Those old dust-covered wood floors in those southern homes have been polished and varnished to the point which none of the old denizens I met growing up can afford them. The hundred-year flood, Mom called it, happens every hundred years or so, just a really big flood. I wonder, is that flood the equivalent to the big one hitting over here? And would the big one only affect the homes in West and East Oakland? Fragmented places, spaces for our fears, places where we know they are tightly confined to spore, rust, and decay amongst themselves. So, yeah. (laughs) This is a a brief description of some areas in the Fredericksburg area in um, uh, Virginia. That's amazing. But yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a really good book. I haven't finished it yet. I'm on page 81, and I just got it literally hours ago from the mailbox. <laughs> so um, I will find out the link to where to purchase the book, which I already purchased it, but for some reason I can't remember it right off the bat. But um, and I'll let you, Miss Fitz, know it could be a part of the book club because it's a it's a good read. It definitely is a good read. Yeah, so make sure y'all go out and pick up that book. Yo, did you know that Kurt Cobain and Tupac knew each other? No way. Like, was friends. Like, full on. They got like a, I'm looking at like a photo of them, too. That would have been... That, I'm not even going to get into my conspiracy theories about Kurt Cobain. I'm just going to say happy belated birthday to Kurt Cobain as well. Kurt Cobain shares the same birthday as Rihanna. And I'd be remiss not to shout out one of my favorite musicians. <laughs> Yo, I don't, and I fully, I fully, I fully don't believe that he killed himself. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw that out there. You fully believe they didn't kill him? I fully believe that he didn't kill himself is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Because you know they're saying Kurt Cobain killed himself with a self, was self-inflicted shotgun wound to the chest, but I, unless he got the skill, unless he got the skills of a, unless he got the skills. The skills of the greatest man ever. I don't see how you're going to shoot yourself with your foot, but okay. Right. <laughs> I, I, I still don't believe it. But yeah, your friend, your friend, your friend's book, sound, it sounds pretty good. He got like a great description of the city they lived in and the slavery that was going on, you know, the floods or whatever. I, li- I, li- I like what I was hearing. Yeah, it's, it's very descriptive and kind of like can envision yourself being there at, at the time he, you know, uh, Witnessed it and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I like this. So y'all go out, and y'all go out and buy it. Y'all go out and buy that book real quick for one time. She read you a nice little passage from it. Now you can go out and get the rest of the book. Southern Migrant Mixtape by Vernon Keith the Third. 
That sounds pretty good. But yeah. It's about time. It's time. It's time, y'all. It's time? It's time for the morning. Wake up. So now I'm saying, it's time to talk about Black Panther, man. Guess what I did for Black Panther? (laughs) Would you dress you dressed up like Nakia? No, um, um, the other day I went and saw it again. <laughs> How you doing? Let it get, let I Because I know what I know what you I know what you was about to say. Oh no, 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 no! Because <laughs> if that sentence is gonna I, start something different, I was, I was like, you know, it ain't in there. But yeah, shout out to Mar- shout out to Marvel for creating such a great movie. Shout out to Marvel for letting us be a part of the making of a a Black Panther special. I appreciate everybody has listened and going to listen. It is a because Black special production by us it's called free smoke down in wakanda you should check it out it was our last podcast episode if you have already listened to it and you've seen the movie go watch it again and if you haven't seen the movie just know we about to get our spoiler on so i suggest that you click ahead in this episode because we about to we just we about to talk as freely as we want to i've been waiting for like three weeks to talk about this damn movie so we about to do this damn thing (laughs) do it already Okay, so what 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 did you what now, 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 what did you think about the movie? I mean, okay, so I personally haven't watched other Marvel movies. Don't get on me, Miss Fitz. I will I will get to them. <laughs> but for some reason, I figured that um, why not? So when I when I saw the movie. Um, I was amazed. I was amazed by every single character in that movie because each person played their role really, really well. And um, it, it's there were messages in there, of course, and they were blatantly spoken. It wasn't hidden. It wasn't subliminal. It was out there for everyone to see. No shame. No guilt. Just this is me, accept me, or you can, you know, turn a cheek. <laughs> <laughs> well, I personally, I, I love the movie from start to finish. I like that they was able to bring in two different worlds because a lot of people they haven't seen they haven't read black panther the comic book or they didn't know about the comic book existing and they probably listened to the podcast episode special so that so they got like a good feel of it but i remember when we was doing the special i kept on walking over words so that i didn't say them because in the movie if you remember in the movie because now we're about to hit the spoilers because you remember in the movie when killmonger shows up right uh-huh. Even in the fucking, there was the funny thing because if you read the comics, then you knew what was about to happen at that fucking waterfall with Killmonger, and you were just waiting for it. So anything he said, you, I remember I, I done seen the movie like four times now. So the first time I wasn't really listening to him because I'm just I'm just waiting for the moment where he throws where he throws Black Panther, you know, T'Challa off the side of the fucking mount, off the side of the fucking waterfall. So I'm not even paying attention to the words. But when I watched it the second time, yo, Killmonger came ready for war. He took off his shirt. He was like, "I done kill in Iraq." Like he was, he was, he was ready for war. And it was funny. It was funny because you got this dude. Like it was funny because Michael B. Jordan. He put on. He didn't put no African accent on at all because you know he was from in the movie. He was from Oakland, which was really funny because they was like you was talking about how they was in your face with some of the shit. Like if you if you know the history of the Black Panther, you would know that Killmonger is from Harlem. 
In the movie, he's from Oakland. You know, the Black Panther Party was organized, was, you know, was established in Oakland. So they're giving you a direct connection to the Black Panther Party. So he's in there like, I done killed in Iraq. I done killed my own people. You know, he, he had that, he had that whole, American vibe. Like he didn't have no accent at all on. Like he had this American vibe amongst all these Africans, which it just tickled me to my core. Like, like he was like, ask, the, ask me who I am. Ask me who I am. And then the dude with the dude with the, um, the lip. And then another thing they kept to an African tradition by having the dude with the lip plate in there. Uh-huh. He was like, who are you? And he was like, I'm Kula Shingalo. You know, then he tried to hit a little African accent. That shit just tickled me all the way. It took me all the way out. Because you didn't speak, because you know, it was like you, it was like you really can't hit the accent. But I get what you're going with it. It probably was, knowing I could be joining, probably, the, it, it was, but it was funny because it was like, hey, you think I'm American, but you just don't know, motherfucker. I am, I am royalty, motherfucker. I am T'Challa's brats, you know, a cousin, motherfucker. Which is pretty funny because in the comic, it goes a little different. Like, Ulysses Claw, I mean, to, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you, do you feel like T'Chaka, do you feel like T'Chaka, do you feel like he had a reason to kill his, his, his brother? He said a reason? Yeah, did you, do you think he had a reason to kill his brother? I mean, I think it, it caught him like it was a, a sudden move. I don't think he, I don't know, did he need to kill him? I think it was on accident. <laughs> I think I think it was more like, hey, you just tried. To, I think that because remember, he wanted to bring him back to their land to stand trial for what he had done, right. and he was like, exactly. but he was on some other shit. He pulled out a gun on them, so I guess he he had to kill him. But what I was saying is, I felt like Ulysses. You know, he you know he teamed up with Ulysses Claw in the comic. He teams up with Ulysses Claw too. He gets you know and he gets killed in you know in the war or whatever. He gets killed. You know he gets killed and he banished. He gets banished. They gets banished to Harlem. Like, you know, so Killmonger, which is always, this is the funny thing. In the comics, they make Killmonger looks crazy. In the movie, he looks crazy. Because when you think about the whole core of all this, you're mad at me for something my father did. You're mad at, like, the sins of the father the child have to pay rings heavy in this movie, right? Like, the the overlining arching thing is, like, the father, the father, theoretically, if you want to say he fucked up, he fucked up. Because, like he said, but like, when, um, like, when, when, when T'Challa was talking to the shock, it was like, why you just didn't bring the kid with you? Like, that's right. the whole thing. It's like, you left him there. Like, his father, his father's a piece of, if you want to say his father's a piece of shit, his father, I, I don't feel like his father was a piece of shit. His father was a misguided human. Right. Because, because, exactly. because I, I keep on seeing people talking about Killmonger. And that's another thing. And I, I'm not, we, we, like I said, this is spoiler field, but we're not to, you know, if you listening, you already seen the movie. So we don't need to walk you through the timelines of the movie or whatever. Like, with the Killmonger thing, the Killmonger thing is, Killmonger wanted to kill the oppressor. And a lot of y'all are not even trying to go into a think piece right now. I'm glad that a lot of y'all are not in power because a lot of y'all think like Killmonger. Y'all want to kill the oppressor by any means necessary, which is a wild thing to do. He was willing to put vibranium, he was willing to put vibranium controlled 
weapons in the hands of the oppressed that don't know how to operate this shit. Remember when we talked, we talked, I talked about it on the, on the on free smoke down in Wakanda on that, on this podcast special. I said that T'Chaka didn't want to give vibranium to the West because he felt like their technology of it, that, you know, their, their mental capacity did not catch up to the technology advancement of Wakanda. So he didn't want to give it to them. Like there was an isolated country because they, because everybody wasn't, intelligent enough to to you know to be able to take the take these powerful things and use them for good it wasn't it wasn't as though they didn't want to help but it was like how can we help them but how can we save them but also help them it's a difference because the what killmonger wanted to do was save but you can't save somebody and help them but you can't save somebody without knowing how to help them is that teach a man it's a teach a man how to fish and he'll eat forever. Give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day, type thing. Cause if you're the oppressed, you're gonna he's somebody killing babies, family members, like everybody ain't keeping you down. Like contrary to very popular belief, every every white man in America is not keeping you down. So it's like every everybody gotta die. So that was the weird thing. But in the book, in the book, but going back to the comic book, my bad. I, I've been wait, I've been waiting three weeks. I've been waiting three whole ass weeks, and it sound like it sound it sound like I've been waiting three whole ass weeks to talk about this. So in the comic books, but the funny part just to keep it a little lighthearted. In the comic books, or whatever, Killmonger for whatever fucking reason known beyond. I don't I don't I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. But in the books. Killmonger has to be the Killmonger is the only fucking antagonist in the whole fucking universe that can go toe to toe with T'Challa and always get the best of him. Like always in the books, in the books, in the books, um, T'Challa is always saved by somebody coming in and stepping in or whatever. And I, and it's really, and it's really funny because it's like, damn, like this man, you know, cause T'Challa can be any and everybody ass, right? He don't be any and everybody ass. I had a, I had a, I had a friend. That listen to the free smoke down in Wakanda episode, and when and when he gets and when he's getting beat up, when he's getting beat up by um Killmonger, he texts me this long ass this long ass bullshit. And then when he seen that he lived, he had to text me another long ass bullshit because he done jumped all out the rails. I'm like, I told y'all, I kind of told y'all that it's somebody that can fuck with him. Cause remember the episode I said he was in a fight with a man for 13 hours. I didn't say who the man was. But he was in a fight with a man for 13 hours. That's the whole, that's the man, Killmonger. Cause it happens, but that's not the one, but that's the thing. That's one incident. They fight all the fucking time. They like Tom and Jerry. Killmonger and Black Panther is like Tom and Jerry. Always fucking fighting for no damn reason. Cause it's like T'Challa is like, yo, I ain't the reason for your pain, bruh. But Killmonger, like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you, you know, it's kind of like, it's like, it's like, you know how in America they be like, you know, it's like, you ain't caused my pain, but your ancestors caused my pain. So fuck you. Right. We just gonna ride. That's what it felt like. It felt like every time I see you, it's on. But in the comics, it's, it got, it's a little, it's a little more brutal in the comics when he throw him off the waterfall. Cause he talking hella shit. Like he got him like on his shoulders. He like, I told you that you'll see your demise. You thought it would be me, but it's you. He talking hella shit. You know, he said, he was like, I'm gonna make sure you don't live for this one. Cause remember, they always fight. So he, so he like, he breaks his back and shit. Like he like breaks his back over his knee before he throw him on the waterfall. It's, it's crazy. I, it, I, that was the only part I was like, Oh, so we not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but other than that, it was like I, I, I really, but that I enjoyed the movie because it gave it gave you the comic book moments and it gave you moviegoers that have never heard of Black Panther before. It gave you enough that you know what the fuck is going on. Like it starts and you just instantly know what the fuck is going on. Like it didn't, like it didn't leave, it didn't leave y'all going, damn, what, what's, what's this? What's that? What's Wakanda? Like it didn't, I mean, you, all y'all knew because y'all listened to the Aka Minority Podcast special. You know, I, I would like to think that we're responsible for at least 30,000 of the, of the four, I, of the 400 million they made over the weekend. I would like to think we were responsible for 30,000 of that. Congratulations to them. That's yeah. amazing. Shout out to Ryan fucking Cougar, man. Ryan Cougar is a is an amazing director. He did Fruitvale Station. I love that movie. He did Creed. I love that movie. He doing a movie about the Atlanta public school scandals. That's gonna be a movie I love. Black Panther. I love that. He got like a, um. And my favorite thing is like his director of principals is like this. Is like this. It's the same person. I forgot the woman's name. I'm sorry, but he keeps the same director or principal. For everything he does, like he he stays true to his roots. Nice. And he, you know, he's working with Michael B. Jordan again on the Atlanta school skit thing, and he's working with, you know, he's he's kind of get he's kind of found his his, you know, how Spike Lee was using, you know, Denzel Washington a lot, so he found his Denzel Washington, which is amazing for people to stick together. You know, it's like, hey, you fuck with me on Fruitvale Station, I'm gonna fuck with you forever for that type shit. Cause Michael B. Jordan, how did their fish grease out here in these streets, man? <laughs> and I know Michael, and that was the great part about it, cause Michael B. Jordan is also a comic book nerd. So I bet you, when he got the call for the movie, he was like, "Yo, I could be in this movie." Like that, that he had to be over the moon about that. Yo, who do you have a favorite character? Who? I said, do you have a favorite character? <laughs> You know, for this, I I didn't have a, a favorite because I liked all of them. Like, I don't know. Every part, every person, like I said before, played their role really well. So I can't just pick and choose because they they did a great job. I love T'Challa's sister. She was really, um, of course, creative with the technology and very smart and yeah. and uh, funny. I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. And people can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. If T'Challa is the eighth smartest person in the Marvel Universe, then his sister has to be first, right? Because she's smarter than him. I know people going to say right. Bruce Banner. People going to say Bruce Banner. People going to say Fantastic, you know, script, Mr. Elastic and all this shit. But no, she's smarter than all of them because her technology is far more advanced than all of them. Like she, like, um, nerd moment. This is a nerd moment. I told, this is a nerd moment. If y'all remember in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, how they how they navigate in through space in spaceships, they're not even riding for real. That t- that technology, because remember everything is connected in Guardians of the Galaxy Two. I mean, you know, Volume Two. I, I don't know what I don't know what space time continuum is in. I don't know what what the time frame is. But if you think about it, that's technology from Wakanda. Right. So she, so she, so she done put all this together, and it's also I'm I'm, I'm nerding out again in um Infinity War in a not Infinity War fuck the new Marvel is coming out I think Infinity War Infinity War the um you can tell because remember at the end at the end at the end of Black Panther to child like yo we gonna share our technology with the world we gonna share it with the world whoever want to use it use it if y'all remember Tony Stark has a Iron Man suit he's putting on in Infinity War Infinity War. That's probably what I just said. I'm, I'm bugging out. 
Anyway, I'm just so hyped. I can't even think of names of shit now. Now I'm, I'm probably naming the shit that already out. He he's using the suit, and the suit is doing the same. The suit is like skin activated, kind of how like T'Challa's new suit is, and it's like uh-huh. it, it's micro. It's made of microcosms that fill up. You know that fill up that that that, that create the suit. And if you look in the trailer, his suit is kind of doing the microcosm thing that T'Challa's black. Man, I can't wait for this movie, man. You going? We gonna catch you. We gonna catch you up on all the Avengers so that you can go see this movie. We seeing this because you know, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm excited. <laughs> oh my goodness! What about Eight Man? Oh man, boo, Bush, but <laughs> Bush, not Bush. Yo, Bush. Yo, I fucking hate the internet because Bushu. You know, Forrest Whitaker in the movie is Bushu's um son, right? Right. And pe- the internet was pointing out the way that what Forrest Whitaker's accent was. Uh-huh. Black Panther. That, you know, they were saying, like, they'll, I forgot how the fuck they did it. I'm not going to fuck with y'all, because y'all going to go see the movie again. I'm like, yo, fuck, fuck Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> like, the way he was pronouncing shit was wild. Like, his pronunciations, like, he, he, I script, script the Black Panther. Like, he, it was, it was wild, right? So, I'm watching the movie. And I'm like, yo, fuck the internet, man. Cause I was like in the movie trying not to laugh while he like while while he's scripting the Black Panther of his powers. Oh my god! And then <laughs> the part they were saying like they they straighten his eyes for the movie. Yo, <laughs> yeah, yo. You know, um, when they do the flashback, where they go to comp, where they go to Oakland and kill, um, Killmonger's Killmonger. Yeah. By the way, I have hated Killmonger since I was like nine. I have not like that motherfucker. Like I, like I got his fungo pot because I think he's a cool character. But that's how much I like his character. I was like, yo, I hate this motherfucker. Yo, he was. Bu- we'll get to him in a minute. But in the flashback, in the flashbacks where they go back to Oakland, when they go back to Oakland, they do the flashbacks. T'Chaka's son actually plays him, plays the younger him. And I oh, for- wow. yeah, and I forgot who plays Forrest with the person that yo know, the person that plays Forrest Whitaker, the younger him has lazy eyes. Well, yeah, he did, he did. <laughs> and it was like I forgot what they said, but I, that person's last name was Whitaker too, but it was like no relation. Oh, they really the internet is so messed up, man. Yeah, but Jabbar, but back to Jabbar, Jabbar. See, a lot of people don't know. Which is really, really funny. I'm about to get Ryan Cougar his highest respect right here. Y'all be like, wow. Y'all didn't even, because y'all didn't even know this either. Jabbar, in the, in the comics, he's called Ape Man. <laughs> Can you imagine him being called Ape Man in 2018? People would have lost their shit. <laughs> this one dude was in the movie. He was like, I don't appreciate them barking like dogs. I said, first of all, they, that's, that's the ape call, motherfucker. The ape, the ape is there. They worship the ape god, okay? That's why he wore the ape mask. Like he wore, like he wore the skin. He had like the white skin of an ape or whatever. He was a he was a trash comic book character, but I enjoy him in the movie because he was like he was like when the white dude was talking, he was like. He was just talking. He was like, "Don't speak again. I'll feed you to my kids." I know. I was like, "Damn!" He was like, "I just, I'm just kidding." The vegetarian. <laughs> I was crying. I was crying. Like that's like is. Oh my god! Like yo, it's moments in the movie where you just can't help but bust out laughing, and people don't even get it. Cause they, 
Man, that, he said, don't, don't, don't speak again. I'll feed you to my kids. They're, they're veget- I'm, I'm kidding. They're vegetarians. <laughs> or, or with his, or with his child is like, yo, I can really use the army. He was like, I bet you can. <laughs> he was like, but no. <laughs> Right? Yeah. He was like, yo, this is all nice, but um what the fuck is you doing? What what the fuck I want? Like, okay, you got your son back, motherfucker. All right. And he he, they really were not prepared for war. Like um with nobody on each other's side. Yo, before I before I forget, going back to the sins of the father the child should have to pay, he brought up Uh Jabbar brought up some bullshit too. Tossum, yo, you the only king to visit here in and since forever. But this is a we? Now we we? You speak French now? Yo, he should've hit him with the he should've hit him with the oh we speak French now? I was like, yo, listen, man. You can't be you can't how much how much shit is T'Chaka gonna take? Because of his fucking because of his fucking family members. Like uh-huh. nigga, like like bro, I just got the like bro, I just got through off a, a whole ass waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> you you talking to me about my daddy? Obviously, my daddy was a punk ass punk. <laughs> and then and then the dude from Get Out, he just so goddamn. Oh my god, yo, Ryan Cougar said Ryan Cougar said he had a scene, and I think he, I think uh-huh. he ta- I think he talked about this publicly. And if he didn't, I'm pretty sure he don't care if we talk about it. <laughs> Remember he said he had this scene where it was where it was the dude from Get Out and it was and it was um Oshi. You know the bald headed woman. Michonne, I call it Michonne. Remember he said they had a had a scene in the movie where it was right after Killmonger became king and they was having like a discussion between each other about should should you ride for should you ride for Killmonger? Oh he was like he wanted to really keep it in remember he was like he wanted to really keep it in the movie, but it was kind of like he wanted. He knew, like he kind of like, cause Ryan Coogler's smart as fuck. And but I, but I think he should. He said he fought for this, but it ended up not being the movie. He felt like it was. It would have dragged the movie down with like it would have just been too much of a plot just to be in the movie. Cause he wanted to be in there because it was going to tie back to the end. Cause remember when she's talking to him and he's like, "You would kill me, my love." Then she was like, "Yeah." For Wakanda, yes. Like it was supposed. Oh. It supposed to tie back to that. Cause remember it was going to show like she, she, she for better or worse was for the, was for the good of Wakanda, but she was also serving the king. But you could tell she didn't want to serve Killmonger because she was like, your heart is full of nothing but hate. You not fit for a king. <laughs> like she did not like his ass. <laughs> she really did it. But you know, the, the one thing, the, though that I agreed with, it was Nakia, right? Nakia. Yeah. Nakia. Yeah, when she was like, I stand up for what I love, for who I love, or, or what she said, because it's just like America, you know, people serving the country that doesn't give a shit about them. Yeah, just bl- just yeah. blindly going, just blindly going along. But that's, that's kind of what it came down to. It's like, yo. What the fuck? Like, and, that, and that's what their that's what their whole discussion was about. Was are you going to blindly follow somebody into war, or are you going to stand up for what's right? That's why when that's why that's why I think he still had intentions of putting it in there. Because remember when Black Panther pops up and he's like, you know, I'm not dead yet. Now, if y'all remember back to the podcast episode, or if you remember to the beginning of the movie, that the beginning of the movie sets you up for this too. When they're going, you know. 
in order for you to be king, they have to submit, they have to submit or die. Remember, the person had to submit, had to give up or die. Right. T'Chaka, T'Challa didn't die. He didn't die. Man, he didn't die because the people around him think his ass. Yeah, they, they, his ass would have been his ass would have been dead. His ass would have been dead as hell. But remember, but remember, she goes, the, the you know, she said the um the challenge is not complete, and then he like, nah, oh. fuck that shit. I'm I'm over to Charlie. He a bitch ass nigga. <laughs> yep. So she was letting him know, like, yo, you really don't have to ride with Killmonger. That's why when he came, and he was like, would you kill me, my bad, my love? And she was like. For, for, for Wakanda? Yeah, nigga! <laughs> Kill you dead? Kill you right where you stand, my nigga? Man, I, lo- I love her. I love her character. Yes, I love when he was charging at her and then the rhino stopped and licked her face. That was so cute. Right? He was like, yo, like, so you just, so you just gonna punk me? So you just gonna punk me in front of my boys? In front of my army? My niggas. Yo, the, <laughs> them women was kicking, them women was kicking ass. Yes, she was. When she oh my that, goodness, she, great. she is the baddest. She is the baddest warrior in Wakanda. She went to when she was whooping ass in the casino, man. Oh yeah, she when got she the whoop. Oh man, yo, Fungo! If y'all listen, y'all gotta do a Fungo pop with her in that red dress with the spear. When she oh. threw that fucking spear and fucked the front of that car up, my God, man. Ulysses Claw thought he was doing something with that little clock with that little orange toss him. Let's have some fun, boys. They caught his ass like, hey bruh, listen. <laughs> that guy Claw, he was weird. He was so weird. <laughs> he was fucked in the brain. He was fucked in the brain. He was busy. Yo, I know you can see me. Hello, y'all know you can see me. Ooh. Like he was crazy. But you did notice that. <laughs> Chala's men were not loyal to him. The women were. The women stood against Killmonger like they were ready to kill his ass. <laughs> the men was trash because the men remember the men was trash. The men because that was the thing. The men was thinking war hungry. The men was loyal to war because remember in the beginning right. he's like yo. We can go, we can go clean this whole goddamn world, this whole world up. And T'Challa whole thing is, how can we do, you know, and we don't want to do that. Remember the women kept on going, we don't want to do it just yet. We want to, we want to see, you know, that, let's see what goes on. Like, let's see what we can do. We only fight if we must. Like she was, like when it was in the meeting and she was telling Killmonger, we fight if we must. Killing your oppressor is not what you need to be doing. But he was like, fuck that shit. The men, the men was just so gun fucking hoe to kill any and everything moving. And they wouldn't yes. lawyer, and they wouldn't lawyer. The women run Wakanda, cause if it went for the woman, Eric, Wakanda be burnt the fuck down right now. I know. <laughs> they was like, yo, we ride. They was like, you know what? We ain't ride with you, man, nigga. <laughs> that was like our real king arrived cause it was like we ride with you cause you the king and we try to be loyal to this fucking Wakanda but we so good the real king showed up exactly he showed up out of that smoke that was like oh she start cheesing boy <laughs> oh yeah Nakia oh, they're so cute they're so cute together <laughs> yeah they fucking up my, they fucking up our storm fantasies though we'll know we're not storm gonna get back with them now <laughs> they got Nakia out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. 
Wakanda thing, forever. Yeah, I love the movie. I love the movie, man. But you know, it's like even in one of the most peaceful places in the, in in the Marvel, I guess, world, Wakanda. There's always pe- humans always have to battle it out to get somewhere. Like, and if uh, you and if you remember, if you remember, it's only because they let motherfuckers in. That's true. Cause remember, true. they whenever you let the like Marvel, st- I, I'm telling y'all, Stan Lee got a bigger message with that shit. When you let Westerners in, they fuck up shit. Cause remember, they let Killmonger, Killmonger in, Killmonger got in. Next thing you know, all hell breaks loose. It was calm. Everything was calm till they start chasing. Till they start chasing Little Lizzie's claw. We start letting. We start letting revenge fill your mind. You don't think straight. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, the next, but the next, but the next Marvel movie, you know, Black Panther gonna be in the next Marvel movie. It's gonna be the Avengers, and man, that shit gonna be lit. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm trying to think. I like, I like that they, uh, Age of Voltron is the movie. Everybody don't yell at me. It's Age of Voltron, not Infinity War. They already came out. Like, I'm, I know I'm fucking something. No, Age of Voltron already came out. Infinity War is coming. I'm fucking, I'm fucking my shit all the way up. I'm fucking my shit all the way up. I can't wait. I just can't wait. I'm excited. Like I'm, like I'm full. Of, I'm like a little. I'm like a little child. Deadpool gonna be coming soon, man. It's gonna be lit. And then, and then, you, you, none of these words mean anything to you. But I, 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 I had to keep my. I had to be professional. But when she, but when they was bringing, remember the cop, remember the um cop got shot. Yeah. And they brought him back to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And um, to Chaka's sister go, oh great, another white boy got a fix, right? Yeah. <laughs> I went Bucky in my mind. I said Bucky because in the if you you gotta watch because you gotta watch um you ha- you have to watch um Civil War Civil War is on Civil War is on Netflix. You have to watch Civil War. Do you know? Do you get that reference? But Bucky Bucky is the Winter Soldier, and she fixed Bucky. Just watch, just watch. I was like, yo. Bucky's gonna become the white fucking wolf. It's gonna be lit. Hey. The white wolf is Bucky. The white the yo, the white wolf become Bucky. I'm uh, that's gonna be good. Cause he's gonna get that oh man, it's gonna be I can't wait. I can't wait for the next Finny. I can't wait for the next movie. <laughs> Finny War about to be good. Cause it's gonna have cause it's gonna have it's gonna have everybody in it. It's gonna have everybody, it's gonna have Ant Man, gonna have Spider Man, it's gonna have it's gonna have Iron Man, it's gonna have Black Panther, it's gonna have I'm talking to I'm it's gonna have Hulk. Oh my god, it's gonna have everybody in there. Everybody gonna be in there. Nikia gonna be in there. Oh you gonna be in there. Yo, it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. Every day we lit. Every day we lit. Every day we lit. I don't know. I'm just so happy. I enjoyed the movie. Thank you, Marvel, for making it. Yes, thank you. Thank you for bringing my. Thank you for. Remember, we first talked about it on the podcast. I, I forgot what episode it was. That was like a super long time ago. That was like what two years ago? Three, three to two years ago. Well. I still wanted to do. Not everybody like the smell of gasoline. Will burn, motherfucker. Burn American dream. Yo, somebody find me that episode, please. I will. If somebody can find me that episode, I will send you an Ica Minority T-shirt of your picking. Oh you, my goodness! If you can Those find me, that, oh, no way. 
If you can find me an episode, if you can find me, actually, if you can find me that episode, I will send you one of the shirts that haven't even came out yet. Ooh, what about that? (laughs) So find me that episode where we first talked about, where we first talked about Black Panther, the very first one. I think it involved gasoline, with some of my gasoline, some of my um, outcast gasoline dreams, whatever. Find me the episode and you get, and the shirt is yours. Cause I can't, cause we got so many episodes, I can't remember which one it is no more. They all run together. Not everybody know, like right? the smell of gasoline. We're burn motherfucker, burn American dream. Not everybody like to taste the apple pie. I remember we was hyped, but yeah. Another, another. I know this is a little too deep in the book. Yeah, so. What do you want to talk about now? What'd you say? Should we get to the Ackerman and get out of here? Surely. Because we'll talk all night knowing me. So let's go ahead and get to the Ackerman and get the hell out of here before we be here all day. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast, The Ackermail, where you send in questions and advice and we give it to you. If you would like to send in your question or advice to be answered, make sure you email me, jvars at planetofthesandcorn.com. That is J-A-V-A-R-I-S at planetofthesandcorn, S-A-N-Q-U-O-N.com. Or if you would like to email the lovely Lady Godiva, that is Kadir at wordsbyladyg.com. That is G-H-A-D-I-R at wordsbyladyg.com. Both our emails will be in a link, will, will be in the description of this podcast. So what do we have today? All right, we have two awkward minutes. First one is, how do I approach a girl and talk to her without seem like a stalker from Potato. So I have seen this girl in my school and I want to get to know her. So I was planning to go and talk to her tomorrow, like walking to her and say, hey there, I'm Leo. Then I get her name and I leave. Or what do I need to talk to her about so we can become friends and then ask her out? Or how to even get close to her? She isn't in any of my classes. You want to go first? So go ahead, you show, show those words. I, 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 feel, I feel some words coming out of you. <laughs> you should just walk over to her and say hi. Just walk over to her and say hi. What what that what 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 um, what Lupe fiasco go? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I know I'm not the coolest, but I swear you are the cutest in the tape. You know, not the... <laughs> What do you say? Um, you might see me with the cooler. That's because I don't eat pork. You can never shoot be sure. Or I got an autograph shirt. I, I forgot the fucking that song. Is so oh, I forgot the words to it. <laughs> what is the song? You can go first while I think of the words because I want to. I know. Uh, I mean, just that simple. Just go up and talk to her because if you rehearse it too many times. Nah, actually, no, no. Never mind. Never mind. Don't let the never mind. Let me not. This not. Let the woman of the podcast give you any information. I just thought about that. She is a woman. She don't know this. She don't know this, dog. She don't know this struggle. Excuse you. She don't, <laughs> she don't know this struggle. Men have to talk to women. Okay, I get it. But if it's rehearsed too many times, he's going to stumble on his word. And then he's going to look like he's weird. <laughs> so <laughs> No, okay. This is what you do, right? You walk, you walk up to her. You walk up to her, right? Or no, I, actually, you gotta play it cool for a couple of while. You gotta like a, actually, you walk up to her, you be like, hey, I like your sneakers. 
she would be like, oh, thank you. I'm like, where you get them from? She's gonna be like, oh, you know, Foot Locker, you know, they're having a the sale. And I was like, oh, for real? And I was like, so what other, what, you know, what other kind of sneakers do you like? Cause I see, I see you around, I see you around school a lot and I really, I really like the way you dress. And she was like, oh, thank you. I was like, I was like, I was, then she's gonna say some other shit. And he was like, well, she was like, then, then this when you hit it, then you gotta listen, so you gotta listen, you gotta talk and listen for that you can know how to respond. You can't have the response that's already set, right? Cause you have to, cause you have the first, like the two, the two, the, I hope you're writing notes right now. Cause the first two, the first two questions should be set like hey like hey how you doing my name hey how you doing my name is such and such i, I really i just wanted to say i really like your sneakers then she'll be like oh thank you then then you hit it with the way you get them from then that's you know then then you can freestyle from there because you can't be too scripted because you be like damn this motherfucker just keep on talking about my sneakers right then you be like oh you know well i think they were, well i think you know you're like again you, you can double back to like you know then you can throw in some flirt and shit like you know because i really think you know I, re- I really think you're cute or whatever we seen you around school and i was like damn i gotta go talk i really want to go talk to her you know, I really thought, yeah, don't say I really want to talk to her. You know, so I just came over to just come say hello to you. Short and sweet. You got short and sweet. You're like, you know, I really, you know, I really wanted to come over and talk to you for a couple of seconds. Just tell you, hey, or whatever. I really, I really think that you're beautiful. And then you just like, but anyway, you know, just want to say that, you know, you have a good day. And then you walk off. Like, keep that shit short and sweet. Don't spend two more. Don't spend two minutes in this conversation. Because you don't know nothing about it. So you're going to run into a wall. Where y'all just like, where y'all just like, yeah, uh, where y'all just, where y'all just going over what y'all like and shit. Like, don't do that. Don't run to this wall, bruh. So just, you know, quick, quick hit it and get the hell out of there. We should make videos of do's and don'ts. <laughs> do's and don'ts. Now, I can tell you what not to do. You cannot do like Lupe Fiasco and go, well, I know I'm not the coolest and this might sound kind of foolish because I told, because I know I'm not the stoolest. I told myself I shouldn't do this. Cause I'm not the very well suited, not the popular. I like, I like, I like this in rapping form, but now that I'm reading, I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck, what the fuck of a whoop of a dude walked up the, what the hell? I'm not the popularest student. We, we ain't even in the same crowd. I always see you with the hoopers. That's cause we got the same lunch. You might see me with the cooler. That's cause I don't eat pork. You can never be sure up. Oh, you like Lincoln Park? That's the hat I got from the tour. I got an autograph shirt that wrote much love to you. Man, it's really funny how we got the same music. I would like to be. Anyway, don't walk up to her being creepy, bruh. You gotta listen to the, you gotta listen to the song cause I can't, I, for some parent, it, cause he raps it so damn fast. You can't read it. <laughs> But yeah, just, you know, just hit it with a quick one. Be like, hey, just say you like a, don't, but don't pick a day where she wearing like heels or something. Cause then you look creepy. Right. You're going to look, you're going to look, you're going to look like you, you're going to look like you really like her shoes. Cause she's going to be like, do you think they have them in my size? <laughs> right. Like, I like your, I like your footwork. <laughs> <laughs> it was footwear. Somebody. Somebody said that in an elevator at work. It was like, I like, I really like your footwear. And then he like, wanted to smell, he wanted to smell your feet. He had a foot fetish. <laughs> That's wild. So yeah, that so yeah, don't 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 so don't so don't so like I said, do not hang in the conversation too long. You do not know her yet. You want her to be like, damn, that's a cool person. Last thing you want to, you know, because you don't want to be like, damn, that was kind of creepy. So just smoothly hit it, be like, 
you know, I was trying to give, you know, be like, hey, how you doing? You know, my name is, my name is such and such. I, you know, I really, you know, I, re- I really thought you was really cute or whatever. You know, I just want to come by. Actually, you don't got to say nothing about the shoe. If you, if you, if you feel like talking about her shoes too much, be like, hey, you know, hey, you know, hey, my name is such and such. You know, I'll be seeing you around school. I just want to let you know that I think you're pretty beautiful or whatever, you know, and then be like, but anyway, that's all I wanted to say. Then just go, then walk off. Well, say, say, say goodbye and let her answer or let her be like, oh, thank you or some shit. And then you leave. So when she see you around, you can be like, then you can wave at her. Then after you don't wave at her, she don't wave back at you. Then you can be like, hey, then you can walk up to her again, like, hey, um, this weekend I was thinking about going to the movies. Would you would you be interested in hanging out? Alrighty then. Nigga, I'm smooth, bro. I got the, I can't wait for I can't wait for Jacob to have these problems. <laughs> I'm, gonna put, I'm gonna put him look unless she's trying to don't 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 try to talk about my homeboy. I can't wait for Jacob to have these problems. We're going to have him in there. He's going to be like, yo, yo, Jamar took me up, bro. <laughs> the second awkward male is, I can't say no because it makes me feel guilty. From Tim. Whenever my classmate needs something, I say, yes, you can borrow it. Even though deep inside, I don't want to. I just let them borrow things because if I don't, they will think I am selfish or stuck up. <laughs> One month so I went speaker shopping and I went to the, this electronic store and they showed me the speaker and the sound wasn't that great, but I still bought it. Why? Because if I said no, I don't like this, even in the polite way, or do you have any, any other better speakers for sale? I feel like the store employees will get mad or annoyed at me. Also, I feel like if I become a parent in the future, my future kids will probably be spoiled because if they want something such as toys, I will not be able to say no because I will feel guilty about it. Please help, guys. This has really taken over my life. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. <sighs> um, I feel like <laughs> I've been in this boat quite a few times. <laughs> So I can relate. Did you write um, this? No, I didn't write this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you! Uh, oh, you wrote this. I know. Um, Tim. Tim it is too. hard. It really is hard. I'm not even gonna, you know, like sugarcoat it because I had problems with saying no for a long time. <laughs> but um, I think there is a limit to everyone's, like, a tolerance limit, and at some point, you'll just have enough, and enough is enough, and you'll start standing up for yourself and saying no, just because, you know, you don't, you're being honest with yourself, most importantly, and then with the people that you're encountering with, because whether we like it or not, us saying yes when we really mean no is being hypocritical and we're we're like basically lying. Um, even though the person in front of us doesn't know it, we are lying to ourselves so that breaks us down. And that's never good because we want to always elevate our vibrations, vibrate higher, you know, <laughs> our energy. And um, this is the one... One of the darkest things that I've had to deal with for a very long time. It's okay to be you know. You have to know your limits. 
um, you have to appreciate yourself and love yourself enough to say no. And, um, yeah, I don't, I didn't have much advice because you'll know when the time is right for you to be like, okay, I appreciate myself enough and I love myself enough to say no. Enough is enough. People are not going to take advantage of me. People are not going to have their way because they know I'm nice. And, yeah, that's it. There you go. Tell their ass no. Tell them you can't fuck with me if you wanted to. (laughs) Nah, for real. You just got to, like Lady Gaddafi said, you just got to get to a point where you tell them no. Who gives a fuck how they feel? Because I'm pretty sure, and that sounds like a lot of just anxiety because if I'm selling you something in the store, I want you to get what you want. So the last thing a person should feel is that's their problem if they get mad at you for not wanting the damn speaker that you don't feel sounds the quality that you want to. Because when you listen to the Aka Minority Podcast, you should be able to listen to it in whatever great sound that you want to listen to it in. You shouldn't have to settle. Don't settle for something, especially when you're paying for something. Don't settle for something you're paying for it. Yeah, exactly. Because if you settle for little things like that, you're going to settle for for being in, in your comfort zone. And then you won't be able to explore life like you should. And it really is, like, it, it really affects you. It really does. Like, it, it puts you in a box. And it, it's hard. It really, I know, I know. <laughs> I've been there, done that. But, yeah, one day... You will flourish and be like, you know what? Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Because <laughs> one yeah, you gotta start saying no. Because it's gonna it's gonna come to a halt where you're just gonna unleash on their ass. They be like, what the fuck yeah. wrong with him? And then you gonna make it seem like you crazy, but you ain't crazy. You just tired, sick and tired of being sick and tired. That's kind of the route I took. <laughs> um, so yeah, like you Shuttlesworth said, you might want to start small with little no's. <laughs> And then um, eventually you'll get there. Yeah, because that was not pretty. <laughs> People were like, hey, what happened to you, crazy motherfucker? <laughs> you the wild motherfucker, Lady G. Well, we hope that helped. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, we forgot. Yeah, thank you for checking out the Aka Minority Podcast. If you are not subscribed yet, make sure you subscribe on all major networks and also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube, iClouds, Soundist, SoundNet, I don't know. Anywhere you can subscribe to us, make sure you subscribe to us. That is the Aka Minority. And on Twitter, it is awkward. It was minority awkward. Peace out, misfits. Good night. Huh, 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 huh.